Glory to the name of the Lord Jesus. Beloved, we give God thanks for today. We thank him for the gift of life. And we thank him that he's watching over your life and his word to perform it. Hallelujah. I'm Apostle Leon Kofi bringing you a word of encouragement this morning from the heart of your father. But before the word of God comes, be blessed by this song by Bonfits and Integrity's Hosanna Music titled, He Will Come and Save You. Surely the Lord will come. God bless you. Say to those who are fearful-hearted, do not be afraid. The Lord your God is strong and His mighty arms when you call out. the name of the Lord Jesus indeed he is our very present help in time of trouble God will definitely come and save you that is why he sent his only begotten son Jesus to come and die for us amen that the salvation of the Lord might be our portion this morning beloved I bring you this word of encouragement and I feel it so strong within my spirit and the title is all is not lost hallelujah God says to tell you that all is not lost. Praise the name of the Lord. I feel this word so strongly. Amen. And I know that it's coming to somebody. It's coming to encourage you. It's coming to lift you up. It's coming to put you in the place of expectation where you will receive a restoration, where things will begin to work again for you. Amen. All is not lost. It might look bleak. It might look impossible. It might look that this is the end of the road, but it's not. It isn't because God says to tell you that all is not lost. Reading from 2 Kings chapter 6, the verse 1 to 7, the Bible says, And the sons of the prophet said unto Elisha, 
Behold, now the place where we are dwelling with you is too straight for us. That means it's too strong, small for us. Let us go, we pray thee, unto Jordan, and take hence every man a beam. Let us make a place there where we may dwell. And he answered, Go ye. And the one said, Be content, I pray thee, to go with us. Go with your servants. And he said, I will go. So he went with them. And when they came to the Jordan, they cut down wood. But as one was felling a beam, the axe head fell into the water. And he cried and said, Alas, master, for it was borrowed. And the man of God said, Where fell it? And he showed him the place. And he cut down a stick, cast it into the water, and the iron axe head began to swim. Hallelujah. Then he said, Take it up. And he took out, he put out his hand into the water and took the axe head. Hallelujah. An iron axe head falls into water. And then by just placing a stick in the water, the axe head rises to the surface and begins to float. Just picture this. When you picture this, then you know that indeed all is not lost. The sons of the prophet, I believe maybe it was a prophetic school or a group of prophets in a place. I would say that they said that the place where they were at, their dwelling place was too small. So they wanted to expand. They wanted to enlarge the place. And so they went to the prophet Elisha to tell him that this is what they want to do. And Elisha was a major prophet. I suppose maybe he was the oldest prophet there. And they went. But before they went, one of them said, no, we can't go without you. Prophet, go with us. Man of God, go with us. So Elisha went with them. And then, that was as they were cutting down the wood to go and build a bigger place. An axe head fell from one of them who was you know, cutting down the trees. Then he said, alas, it was borrowed. That means that they didn't even have axe heads. They, they didn't have the money. They had gone to borrow the axe head, and the axe head had fallen into water. Clearly, this was a serious situation. And beloved, if you look at this account, what the Spirit of God ministers to me to minister to you is this, that in the bid for growth, for expansion, for something better in life, we will always face some kind of opposition. These men were in a small place. They decided to enlarge the place of their habitation, seeking for increase, seeking for growth, seeking for enlargement and expansion. And they set out to do this. They put their minds to it and they, are, they put their hands to it. And sometimes in life, that's how it is. We put our mind, our hearts, and our everything into making things better, into building up things, building up home, building up marriages, building up businesses, raising children. You know, the usual thing that we do in life. And everyone wants some kind of increase. There's no one who wants to decrease. There's no one who wants to be diminished in what they are doing. And so there was, there was that need for them to find a way of expansion. And they said, okay, they'll go and cut down wood and then come and build a bigger place. And beloved, you know another thing? Challenges will come whenever we seek a change for the better. Whenever you seek a change, you want a change for the better. That is when challenges raise your head. But if you are sitting in one place doing nothing, oftentimes nothing comes. But when the enemy sees that you are trying to get better, be better, have more, then the challenges will raise their ugly heads. 
changing for destruction or changing for a destructive purpose comes so easy. When somebody begins to slide down in life, doing the wrong things, you know, just messing up, it's so easy and so quick, quickly they are destroyed. But to build up a life, to build up a home, to build up a business, to build up a marriage, to build up your children, to build up a life, beloved, it's not easy. It is not overnight. It's, it's hard. It takes time. It takes effort. It could even take years to build a successful business. But if the enemy wants to bring it down, or you want to bring it down, it's that easy, quick, in one day. If you've ever been in a demolition site, you understand what I'm talking about. You see this beautiful building that people painstakingly built over maybe a year or two months and an end. You know, artisans actually took time to make it beautiful with all its beautiful balustrades and everything. Then here comes this big truck to, demo, to, to demolish it. And in just a few hours, that beautiful edifice begins to crumble and give them a day or a two, it's all over. And it's just a rubble of stones. That is how the enemy wants to bring down our lives and bring destruction to that which we have built up. So much opposition in life comes in our way. And in life is easier, as I said, to destroy a thing than to make it or to build it up. To prepare even a bowl of food it takes time, but to destroy it's just a matter of kicking or throwing down the bow, and that's it. It's finished. And in the same way, the thief, the murderer, the robber, that Satan, is set out to destroy everything that we have built up, everything that we are trying to do to build up. He's out to destroy. He's a destroyer of everything God has created, especially man. Satan is a destroyer, but praise be to God that God is a creator and he's a builder. Hallelujah. He, he is a fixer. John 10, 10, Jesus said that the thief cometh not but for to kill, to steal, and to destroy. But I'm come. Oh, to make a difference, to bring a difference. So you have life and have it more abundantly. They said, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd gives down his life for his sheep, lays down his life for his sheep. Jesus has come as life to us and as the builder of our lives. Jesus is a fixer of life and lives. The enemy was set out to frustrate the purpose of these men by the, the incident of the, of the missing axe head. In the same way, the enemy tries to bring all manner of things to frustrate your purpose, to bring you down. But remember this always, that Jesus has come to save you. He's a builder, a builder up of the things that have been destroyed. Yes, he's the one who restores the broken walls of our lives. Hallelujah. He is the restorer. So no matter how broken, how destroyed anything is, when we put it into the hands of the creator, the master, he's able to rebuild it even to a place where it would not be recognized that there was ever a challenge. Hallelujah. Amen. And these people clearly were, were, were in that street because as soon as the axe fell into the water, he cried and said, Alas, master, for it was borrowed. It was a borrowed axe. What are we going to do? Trouble set in in the incident of the borrowed axe because that immediately spelled that 
they owed money. They'll have to go and pay the person who they borrowed the axe from. Life sometimes presents situations like that. When all seems lost, an axe head falling into water huh, is definitely bound to sink. It's a lost case, or it seems to be a lost case. But what we're missing in the time of the panic and the trouble, which we all get into, is that they had invited the man of God, Elisha, with them. Bible says in 2 Kings 6, the verse 24, the one said, Be content, I pray thee, and go with thy servants. And he answered, I will go. So he went with them. And when they came to Jordan, they cut down the wood. The power and the presence of God in the man of God was with them. Amen. God was in the picture through his servant. God was on the scene to help them. So when they were shouting, alas, when they were lamenting, God was there. Hallelujah. And beloved, in the midst of our troubles, our struggles, our pain, discouragement, defeats, remember this, that God is with you. He is in the boat with you. He is in your corner in the ring. Hallelujah. I love that one. I always imagine God in my corner. And I know he is in the ring, the boxing ring. Hallelujah. And I know he is. And so long as God is in it with you, listen, you are bound to win. You are bound to win it. God and you or you and God are a number, a great number. Hallelujah. Multitudes. Amen. You know something? God is the master of all situations. Jesus Christ is the Lord over all things. There's nothing that he cannot do. Remember that. So what seemed to be a loss of everything was before God as nothing. The man of God didn't stress. He just broke a little stick and put it in the water. And behold, that heavy metal iron axe head started to float. Beloved, what seems so big before you is nothing before God. He is bigger than everything and any situation in life. He is big. God is mighty. He's mightier than any situation. He's mighty. Hallelujah. And his power is over all things. Amen. Amen and amen again. Glory to Jesus. The man of God asked them, where did it fall? And he showed him the place. The Bible said, Elijah cut a stick and threw it into the water at that spot. Then the axe head floated to the surface. Praise God. Beloved, this morning I'm telling you from the heart of your father that he says to tell that he has the solution. He has the answer. Amen. So don't fret. Don't worry. All is not lost. You have a helper with you. Your savior, your deliverer, he is with you. All you have to do is to call upon his name. Then stand still and see his mighty power at work. All is not lost. Truly, beloved, listen to me. All is not lost. No matter the issue, no matter whatever the issue is, all is not lost. God is still at work. You might have lost millions, thousands, but God is still God and he's still at work. But I've lost a loved one. So sorry, but God is still God. You might have just gone through a very bad patch, but don't worry, God is still God and he will heal you, he will deliver you. Whatever the case is, I speak prophetically into your life this morning. God will always be with you and God will help you. All is not lost. That's what God says, that all is not lost. There is always a way of recovery in life and that way is yet to be found. Amen. In your case, it's yet to be found, but you can find it in God. You will look for it everywhere. You can't find the way. 
But in God, you will find it. You find the solution. You find life. Hallelujah. All is not lost. Because God says in Joel 2.25, and I'm to read it to you. He says that I'll restore to you the years that the locusts have eaten, the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm, my great army, which I sent among you. And you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied and praise the name of the Lord your God that has dealt wondrously with you and my people shall never be ashamed. Beloved, God says to you that you will never be ashamed. You will eat your bread in full. You will come out of whatever you are in today alive and stronger than you went in. Amen. Alive and well and stronger than when you went in. And so, beloved, this morning I speak to you the word of God. He says that all is not lost. Amen. You will come out alive. You come out well to the glory of God. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Because all is not lost. It's a face. You're just passing through. The Lord bless you. Let me pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, I lift prayer. A prayer cover over this one. Beloved, in the mighty name of Jesus, receive the strength of God's power. May God's power overshadow you. May his plan and his purpose for your life come to pass. This morning, by power, the power of prayer, I defy all the odds against you. And I release that spiritual strength to move forward over your life. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you, beloved. If you have not received Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, this is the opportune time. Pray after me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I believe in my heart that you are the Son of God who came to die for my sins. Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Come into my life. Be my Lord and my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Amen. God bless you, beloved. If you receive Christ, you are set for glory. And this one, beloved, share this good word. I need you to share this word with as many people as you can. People are feeling that all is lost in life. People are going through hard times. But the word of God will bring to them that blessing, and that excitation. And the word of God will bring them to the place of their liberty. So share this word of God. And we believe God to do greater things in the life of everyone that receives this word. So share it. God bless you. Have a great day. Amen.